Greetings once again. Honestly, I'm very excited about updating uh, because this gives me the opportunity to add more to the stories the more listeners I have. And uh, I thank you to all the listeners out there and the more that I have, um, I get the liberty of once again uh, updating on what it is that's going on in my mind, which is insane, even upon waking (laughs) and um, being inspired by... um, best friend and um, my girlfriend and the things that she has uh, to bring creatively um, just adds all into this big tapestry of what it is that um, I love about stories. So with that being said, this book is, and I probably say that it's coming to um, wrapping it up or uh, at an end, which is cool because I started this over a year ago. And I had no idea I would even do an audiobook at first. And once again, so, so appreciative. Hit the subscribe button. Thank you so much for listening. And oh, oh, this, this is actually the part that I was really excited about was the part of the fourth book. Me reading to you guys adds this extra, extra inspiration for the fourth book, which I'm working on tinkering away at it, chipping away at it. And uh, getting these conversations and these characters that I've not seen before, which which is amazing in itself, if you can believe it. The fourth book is going to be something that I am generally proud of because I know I want to read the next installments. And I want to read what is happening next with these characters. I want to know what's going on with the world. What are they thinking and why they think the way they do. And so that's an interesting concept that I'm going to constantly play with in my mind as I sit here. And there's never, and once again, a point of non-inspiration. Even if I'm sitting, even if I'm just on the, what do you call this, the internet, or just observing the day, there's always something, even the wind, even uh, the colors, to comment on and make a reference of just as if it was a timestamp or a time lapse um, or a time capsule. So yes, this next story you will uh, definitely love. I'll I'll even add a little afterthought to it too as to the reason of me actually choosing it which is always a dope thing because I most undoubtedly will not explain it again quite possibly if it was on the next installment of a book or if someone requested but yes uh, this one is a brief brief reprieve uh, simple conversations and it deals with these three elders and if you can imagine a world of celestial where you can just sit down in your mind and sit with these three elders who have lost everything, all their memories, everything. It's the classic case of Alzheimer's or the classic people to play uh, one as to have Alzheimer's and uh, mass amnesia. But it's not as simple as that. And um, anyone who has been around elders uh, constantly knows that they always have something to say. Initially, they always have something to say. If it is not about what has happened in the past, the good old days, something as a reference as to what they're experiencing is always up for interpretation from the listener. And uh, there's always wisdom there, and I always revere my elders. I learned that at a young age to never disregard them on the outside because there was uh, wisdom in their words and their concerns, even if they weren't my own. The world is constantly changing so just having them as a page book um, or a constant book is uh, something that <clears throat> I love 
but uh, I will always revere. So I know you enjoyed this one. And uh, yeah, hit the subscribe button and thank you. Simple conversations, a brief reprieve. Three men for a set. Honestly, they were too old for this and that. They knew nothing, taking a stellar cycle to relearn how to properly talk. One of them simply gave up. Motioning with his hands, what he wanted seemed easy enough. Worn their faces were from the third sun. Oddly, they awoke in a grove of bending trees. No violence, just befuddlement of existence. Why do you live? One elder said to the other, adjacent, his cheek red from the smeared mud to save what was left of his tender skin. The other elder looked into the purple sky, a tear formed. What if this was all that I was made for? What if I had lived my life already in this, my purgatory, simply waiting for my new body, my feet, yet to hit the cosmic pavement? The elder who posed the question looked to the sky himself after such a statement. He had not prepared for a rebuttal. The third elder motioned to the sky. The universe cried fires of hatred far off the distance. I asked the question because my mind wanders, before we forgot who we were. The first elder spoke softly over his snowy beard, no semblance of ill course. What has this celestial to offer those at the end of threaded moss, but more remorse of loss? The third elder filled the breeze, the sylphs were dancing on with laughter, motioning with hands to look at the ground. The tiniest of creatures moved without doubt, busy the lot of them. He then motioned his hand to his mouth. They all laughed in unison. They knew not his answer was about, not a word needed. Living meant eating, sharing, relearning what was thought as something that in which became another thing entirely different. Literally time the definition of changing. In truth, that is what he meant. The other two took it as comedy bit. The birth of Celestial's mute comedian. Okay, so like I said, I was really excited about this one because there's always a conversation to be had. And this was a one-shot, and actually I will probably update it in the fourth book as to these three guys. And uh, I watch a lot of different uh, programs and a lot of different cartoons. And so just to have like these three background characters who may or may not have any continuity um, to the storyline adds this mysterious uh, notion of a lesson as to what they're mentioning. And at the beginning of the poem, or the writing, he actually asks, what is the meaning of life in a non-existential uh, way? If, even if they didn't have their memories, even if you had nothing, what would be the things that you wake up for in the morning, and what would you open your eyes for? If it is not just to eat, if it is not just to have a simple conversation, what else could you experience? In a day and world where everything is so moving, um, it is always in flux to find someone who simply wanted to sit down and figure out their point of reference um, is quite important to me because they were trying to figure out where they were going. If it was all there was, what they were witnessing. And uh, usually children ask these questions or usually a 12-year-old or a 13-year-old asks, well, is this all there is to life? Is it just working? Is it just to go towards this goal? And these elders were already at the end of their thread. And so they're asking you, well, if that part has been missed in the life, then what is the extra part to it? And I even add this part of like purgatory or the sense of loss or remorse, which they do not have. There's no sense of regret. 
there's only this sense of zeal and excitement for the next thing, this next creature that appears, the next thing that uh, entices their curiosity. And one of the elders literally doesn't even know how to speak, but has all the words in his mind and can generally motion as to what they are witnessing in a sense. So it comes off as if he was doing sign language or something like that, but it really is in-depthful. He really does go into motioning with his hands and then talking about these things, and the other two elders think of him as a comedian. But in fact, uh, he's actually quite smart. And so later on, just to ask, and you can meditate on this later as to if there was no job, if there was no uh, goal in life, uh, what would it be that your trajectory would be pushing towards? Now, obviously mine is to finish a book and to express myself, but I am an artist and that's what I do. Even to um, my best friend, even to anyone that witnesses me or understands this continuity of time. And that's why I put it in there. Um, these things called time lapses or the most, thi the most important, which is uh, just being present. And uh, yeah, I, I have other things. I even describe wind sylphs, um, different characters that go in and out of the story, um, ambiguous like, but they're just a description of wind. And uh, it's just a, a weird thing to describe these characters because they laugh, um, they smile, and they do so much more than that. And uh, I added this to the story uh, just to have it in my mind as to ask this existential question of a goal. What would be my goal? Um, if it is not just to live, to breathe, if it is not just to exist, what would be this thing that I wanted others to understand about me as a writer and seeing me? I won't ask the question um, or answer said question as to why I do the things that I do or the way that I think. That's another conversation, but this one was just something to mix up from all the fantasy and all the floating islands and all the cities underneath the sea and cities on top of trees. It was something to juxtapose uh, something uh, that we all have. Um, and you could literally take these characters from my book and put them in any other book and just have them as like an, an interlude to describe uh, a conversation with themselves than to have with someone else. And um, yeah, I'm really excited about what I have next. You know, in the last part of the book, I'll explain. Um, usually at the end of my said books, I update from the book that is to be next. And so if you're reading um, on my audiobook, oh, excuse me, um, my written book on Amazon, you could see uh, me just adding chapters from the third book next. And then the third book begins. So yeah, I'll be looking for that. Thank you so much, listeners. Um, the more you listen, the faster I update, and the more content that I have. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you so much. This is V signing off.